Do not attempt to adjust your office chair. We are now in control of your radio and anything that uses hydraulics. Do not try to test this claim. Trust us on this one. A phantom signal has usurped your airwaves and your broadband and your desk chair and will now infect your brain with tales of mystery and mayhem so macabre and malevolent they may march you to the margins of madness or migraines. Are you sitting comfortably? Don't try to adjust your office chair, I told you. We control that now. Good. Squirm if you like. Plug your ears with old flash drives if you think it will help. Phantom Signal is on the air. And this is the Phantom Signal Terror Digest. That's right, Andy, Tara, J-Mac, Drac Attack, and the whole gang is here to tickle, titillate, and exsanguinate your entire family. We've got a cellar full of thrills, chills, spills, and nameless eldritch horror coming your way. But first, here's Andrew with a fun idea. Thanks, J-Mac. Well, funeral season is here again, and what better way to celebrate than to rage against the chaos by attempting to assert your will over the last unsullied corner of God's domain, death itself. If you're like me, then you think science has been tiptoeing around the idea of reanimating dead flesh for far too long. It's easy enough to do. Just visit your local hardware store and stock up in wires and metal coils and shit, and then turn your man cave or lady shed into a dramatic secret laboratory. Next, dig up an expired loved one or even a stranger and cart that cadaver down to your electric slab. You can even sew a bunch of different bodies together for that truly blasphemous look. Once you have enough Tesla coils going and various multicolored fluids bubbling away in beakers and test tubes, you should be ready for the big show. When that inevitable electric storm hits, raise that sucker up and hear God scream with rage as you return life to that which was once dead. It's fun and oh so easy. There are lots of internet resources dedicated to offering you simple science hacks that'll make the creation of a murderous undead golem easy to manage and easy on the wallet. So don't just sit there crying about God taking old Uncle Mervin too soon. Build a slab and bring his inanimate flesh back to life. Thanks, Andrew. That sounds like a lot of fun. The Phantom Signal Terror Digest will begin in earnest after these brief but very important commercial messages. Gut bag, gut bag, gut bag! Oh boy. Jesus Christ, Andrew, looks like you've been disemboweling people in here all day. I have. And now I'm knee-deep in human guts. What a slippery mess. We gotta clean this place up before Mom comes home. I'll get a cloth. A cloth's not gonna handle a mess like this. Mom! Mom. You're supposed to be at work. I got fired. What did I tell you two about disemboweling people all day? Don't do it in the kitchen. Well, we'd better clean up this mess before your dad comes home. But we don't have a box big enough for all these guts. Good thing I had the presence of mind to pick up some gut bags. Gut bags? What's that? What are you, slow? They're bags specifically designed to hold guts. The double reinforced wax lining makes sure there's no itchy spilling or staining when you want to cart a lot of human guts out back to the fire pit. How convenient. Well, come on, you two. Let's get to work. Hey, Mom, why were you fired? 
forgetting the boss. <laughs> gut bags. The only thing better at keeping guts in place is an intact human torso. Don't you work for the mayor? I'm Cursed Lou, and have I got a discount for you. Come on down to Cursed Lou's Discount Pharaoh Treasure for the finest, cheapest, ancient Egyptian, Sumerian, and Mesopotamian antiquities. Hey, if it's thousands of years old, we got it. What, you need gardening supplies? We got pots older than Jesus down here. Plant a bunch of begonias in a clay urn originally made to collect the blood of teenagers sacrificed to an angry sun god or some such. Three for ten bucks. I dare you to do better than that. We got original coffee tables repurposed from authentic sarcophagi. Bring home the coffin of a legendary slave driver. Tutankhamen, Popotet, Amun-Ra, Khufu, Pepi too. We got all the greats. Makes a sweet conversation starter, and every sarcophagus comes with a free bottle of stain remover, because them kids get jam all over everywhere, don't they? You in the market for something sparkly for your sweetheart? Precious bangles and bobbles is worn by Nefertiti in that whole bunch. 20 bucks a pound. You heard that right. 20 bucks a pound. What am I, crazy? No, I'm just broken and tired from carrying around the curse of hardship and joyless half-life that was laid upon me after my foolish desecration of an undying pharaoh's tomb. Take this shit off my hands already so I can march my spent carcass into the desert and surrender to the endless wastes. I'm Cursed Lou and I got a discount for you. That's Cursed Lou's Discount Pharaoh Treasure just off Highway 99, right next to the Scratch and Dent Waterbed Clearance Center. Gold for Anubis! Found this guitar on the back of the truck. I'm Cursed Lou and I don't give a fuck. Gonna give you this hardcore. Gonna give you sweet motherfucking deal. Look, I live under a bridge. What are you looking at? One take. Hello, I'm Gertrude Grimm. Join me now, won't you? Inside the Monster's Crawl Space. Tonight we have as our guest the grandfather of all night terrors, the incomparable Count Dracula. Welcome. Hello, hello. Ah, ah, ah. I just flew in from Transylvania, and boy, are my air miles depleted. Ah, ah, mm, ah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us this evening. Thank you. It's really great to be here. My first question to you, and really, it's the first question asked by all our viewers. Are you a legitimate count, or is it just a, a self-aggrandizing epithet like Prince or Lady Gaga? Uh, no, no, I am actual count. Count of the Transylvania region of Romania. Have been for centuries. In fact, my whole family line has been aristocracy there since the very beginning. If Ancestry.com is to be believed, <laughs> have you tried that? It's pretty great. 
Apparently I'm 3% Cherokee. Fascinating. Tell me, has it changed very much to be a vampire since those early days when you would swoop down on unsuspecting villagers from your castle on high? You know, it was actually harder back then. All the villagers knew you were a vampire and protected themselves accordingly. Mm -hmm. They were pretty clever about it. Right. But as years go on, people start to no longer believe in stories of vampires, and so it's a bit easier now to fool an unsuspecting morsel. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of online dating. You do have a reputation as a bit of a lady killer. (laughs) Ah, 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 Guilty as charged. These new dating apps are like menus for vampires. Oh. I'm on Bumble, Tinder, Grinder, Grumble, Finder, plenty of red flags, oh. pretty much all of them. They're perfect for when you're totally hammered and want a late night drunk snack, you know? <laughs> it's either that or souvlaki, which would you rather <laughs> if you were a vampire? <laughs> I can see the appeal. Do all your dates end in you feasting on the heart of your companion? Always, yes, yes. I am apex predator. <laughs> but it can get pretty lonely. Do you find yourself occasionally developing feelings for your victim? Uh, you know, I try not to. Ever since that episode with Wilhelmina Harker, I got in too deep with that one, you know. It was a bad scene. She was married, I was a vampire, and you know, it just was not going to work out. That must have been a very difficult time for you. It was, it was, yes. It was difficult for everyone. <laughs> we stayed in touch for a while, but people they drift apart. I try not to engage emotionally with my victims now. So, no little Draculas any time in the near future? Well, I'm not getting any younger. I may want to put the bachelor life to bed and settle down. We'll see what happens. Mm. Ah, ah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need someone to take care of me when I'm toothless and senile. Ah, ah, ah. You've been in the news recently for your tireless efforts to preserve natural forests. It's always been a passion of mine. I think the woods are a sacred place, a place where you can reconnect with nature and feed the soul. And I am a big fan of wilderness animals. Wolves, bats, foxes, owls, creatures of the night. What beautiful music they make. Wonderful. Not raccoons, though, little bastards. Get out of my garbage. Ah, ah, ah. What have you been working on? What's next for the Prince of Evil? Well, I've been working on my autobiography with a wonderful, very talented writer named Teresa Shulman. It's been quite a trip down memory lane. I imagine you have quite a few memories being centuries old. It will likely be several volumes, yes, but we're very busy trimming the fat. It's tentatively called, you're right, I do suck, the Count Dracula story. Mm. When can we expect to see it? We're looking at a Christmas release. Well, I guess I know what I'll be hoping for under my tree this year. Oh, I'll bring you an autographed copy. You can invite me into your home. We'll have some tea and shortbread. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, you fool me once. Oh, ah, 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 ah. Ah, Count Dracula, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. The pleasure is all mine. It's just nice to get out of the coffin. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Count Dracula. Ah, ah, ah.
That's it for this edition. Join us next time when our guest will be that elusive Mexican goat eater, El Chupacabra. For inside the monster's cruel space, I'm Gertrude Grimm. Good night. Do you know there is a blood bank in the neighborhood? You're a sophisticated woman, career-minded, driven, in demand. You want a scent that lets them know you're available, up to a point. Garlic number five. Introducing the latest scent from L'Ordinaire. Garlic number five. Garlic number five. What's that bewitching scent you're wearing? I'm afraid that's classified. Do you like it? It's kind of off-putting, but it's also making me hungry. For pasta. Garlic number five. In today's fast-paced world of online dating and late-night hookups, you want to stand out in the crowd, and you will. No doubt about that. It's not for the faint of heart. Garlic number five. Say, beautiful, can I buy you a drink? If you keep your distance. No fear of that. Bartender shot a mouthwash for this beguiling woman. Garlic number five. Because some men can handle it, but blood-sucking vampires absolutely cannot. Excuse me, is this seat taken? Not at the moment. Care to risk it? Don't mind if I... Wait, what is that? Oh, God, garlic. How did you know I was vampire? A smart girl always plans for it. I escape! Garlic number five from L'Ordinaire. Because some men are vampires. I'm so long. Garlic number five. Available at Supermart, Megamart, Mart Mart, Shop Much, Want More, and Unreasonably Huge Market Time. And now, what, what is happening over there? If, There's a bat in the studio. Well, open a window for it. It won't get out. It's stupid or something. Go, shoot, 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 go, go, Maybe shoot. just leave it alone. It's going to make noise. It's shoot, not going to make shoot, as much go. noise as you're making right now. Oh, God. It's in my hair. Okay. It's in my hair. It thinks I'm a tree. We're on the air. It's sucking on my head. N- shut up a minute, dude. And now, live in the studio, here's your very own artistic mystic, the one and only consultant to the stars, Madam Tika Luna. Oh, yes! Aloha! Bienvenue! Au revoir! And hello. Mysteries of the universe spiral out from galactic central point and sail as tall ships across the endless dark matter of space, drifting on tides of conundrum to the shores of bafflement and beyond. Buy my books and CDs! They will explain everything. Except that for which there is no explanation. That being the inexplicable mystery of the unexplainable secret enigma of mystery. We'll take our first caller now. Jonah, are you there, Jonah? Me? What? Are you speaking to me? Is this Jonah? No, this is Jonah. I'm Jonah. What is your question, Jonah? 
Are you talking to me? Yes, you are Jonah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I just, I wasn't sure if there was more than one Jonah calling. You are the only Jonah. Because there's two Jonas at my work, even. Somebody says, hey, Jonah, and I always answer, yeah, but it's usually the other Jonah. What is your question, Jonah? What can Madame Tikaluna reveal for you today? I'm just going to go ahead and assume you mean me. Just stop me if I'm wrong. Okay, so there's this other guy at my work. A little person. No, actually, he's quite tall. Very tall, in fact. Well over six feet. He's about six one. And you would like to know if he's cheating with your wife? I'm not married. Anymore. I've never been married. To your work, I mean. Well, no, I do like my work. But something has changed. Yes. Something to do with this other Jonah. Possibly. You wish to know if he's been stealing office supplies? No, that's well, not it at all. Everyone has. Just listen. The universe. Okay, so I was walking past head office. I heard them talking about giving a promotion to Jonah, but they're not actually going to reveal who it is until next month. And I just need to know if it's me, Jonah, or other Jonah, Jonah, before I put a down payment on a new car. Okay. I am plugging into the universe. May, oh may, oh may, oh may, oh may. <gasps> the curtain divides, and behind it, another curtain, which parts to reveal another curtain that rises up very quickly, revealing a shower curtain that is shuffled aside. There is a man taking a shower. He is naked. He screams in alarm and pulls the curtain back. The bathroom door opens, revealing a universe of color. A sitting room full of floral prints and throw cushions and replicas of antique posters like that French one, you know, with the, with the black cat. Uh... I don't know where you're going with this. The universe! A mist gathers, lit from within, fogging the senses. There is a peaty odor, musky, like an alligator's cologne. A boat breaks through the mist and stops at a rickety dock. It is a ferry to destinations unknown, and it slips through the water like a knife through cake. A birthday cake, but non-traditional, like a carrot cake or a sponge cake. Too small for the number of people at the party, so the slices are very tiny, and there's like one piece left, and the host asks, who wants the last piece? And everyone says, well, the birthday girl should have it, even though they secretly all want it. And the birthday girl says, oh, I'm so full from dinner. And then there's that one guy who's like, well, if nobody else wants it. Am I going to get the promotion? Jonah will get the promotion. Me, Jonah, or the other Jonah? Yes! Congratulations to Jonah! A promotion well deserved! Yeah, but which Jonah? I see this Jonah buying a new car. Me or the other Jonah? Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday... What kind of car? A car he can afford, given the circumstances. Is it me? Am I buying the car? You are buying... A car at some point. So it's me that's getting the promotion? Your office is on the third floor. The ninth floor? The ninth floor, yes. I see you moving up in the world. By means of a promotion? You are being elevated. To a new position. I see you high above others. As their superior? I see Jonah taking charge 
of Jonah? Jonah, answer to Jonah now! Which Jonah is it that- Jonah does what Jonah tells him to do now. It's all about Jonah. Oh, look, there is a cake. It says, congratulations, Jonah. So do I get the promotion? Jonah gets the promotion. So should I buy this car? Sure, if you want. Just don't dismiss the value of a nice economy sedan. Easy to maintain, you'll save in the long run. Thanks, Madam Tika Luna. Buy my books and CDs. I will. Oh, okay. We have another caller on the line. It's Jonah. Hey, are you there, Jonah? Yeah, this is Jonah. Crazy coincidence. I'm in the same boat as the other guy who just called in. Congratulations! I... You're getting a promotion! Oh my god, that's amazing! Well, thanks so much! Buy my books and CDs! You can count on it. Well... Madame Tika Luna is very tired after that one. The universe is vast and full of mysteries, and Madame Tika Luna must take a break from the noise and relax with bubble bath and rum drink. So long, listeners. Watch the skies, listen to the trees, and buy my books and CDs! Madame Tika Luna, ladies and gentlemen, We'll be back with more mystery and mayhem after this perfectly legitimate commercial message. Oh, Grandpa. It's been two years since you fell off that bicycle and died. If only I could have one more conversation with you. Well, now you can. Huh? Introducing Super Long Distance from Sky Mobile. Finally, a long-distance service that lets you talk to the dead. Hello? <gasps> Grandpa! Is it really you? Cold. So cold. Grandpa, why don't you put on that sweater I gave you? Dark, empty limbo. Did you misplace your spectacles again? Cursed eternity. Sounds like you could use a nap. New Sky Mobile Super Long Distance lets you connect with long-lost loved ones who have shuffled off this mortal coil and joined the heavenly chorus. I bet somebody's got a pretty smart pair of wings up there. Screaming souls of the damned. Sounds like you're having fun. Help me. In other news, I just got a promotion, Grandpa. An endless black tomb. Well, yeah, I'm still in the same little office. Misery! Yeah, thank God it's Friday, you know? Yeah. Sky Mobile Super Long Distance. I have regrets. Pretty clear from the quality filler we've heard so far that Phantom Signal is top drawer entertainment for enthusiastic cellar dwellers just putting in time until the big sleep. We ain't just banging pots and pans over here, we're chalking pentagrams on the floor and throwing chicken bones around to bring you the richest, screamiest horror that money can rent. We're having some awful fun right now, but the fun doesn't have to stop when we run out of beer and scripted comedy this evening. You can avoid reality entirely, forever, over at phantomsignalradio.com. Family portraits, self-interested blogs, streaming episodes, and other ephemera await. So wrap your eyeballs around your electronic device of choice and dig into more quality entertainment, like a ghoul cracking femurs to get at the desiccated marrow inside. 
And while you're wallowing in your taste for the perverse, why not give us a like on Facebook and Instagram and all those other weird modern peep shows? Rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on, and we'll be sure to petition our Dark Lord for leniency when your soul hits the pile. Okay, we'll be back shortly, or even sooner. I'm Cursed Lou, and have I got a discount for you. You remember me. I'm the guy who, through a series of hilarious misunderstandings and an unrelated but clearly deep-seated and unresolved anger issue on the part of a certain undying pharaoh, has been cursed to wander through time friendless, alone, powerless, and thirsty. I'm telling you, I got a bum deal. But that don't mean I can't offer you the deal of a lifetime. Introducing Cursed Lou's Discount Exotic Pets. Let me be very clear up front here. I don't have a license for this shit, and you don't have a permit for an exotic pet neither. So let's just keep it on the down low and everything's copacetic. A little bit of secrecy is worth it for a lifetime of companionship, ain't it? Who wouldn't want to be friends with this guy? This is a bald eagle. A literal bald eagle. I found him after he'd half-electrocuted himself on a transformer by the highway there. Kind of expected the feathers would have started growing back by now, but give him time, he's old. And cranky. Don't piss him off, he goes straight for the face. Easy, Jesus. Yeah, okay, what else? What do we got in this old shoebox here? Couple of pigeons. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not too exotic. But except that they're a couple of ex-convicts. I broke them out of a pigeon jail on the roof of some building downtown. And they're pretty badass. They just do whatever the hell they want. Like trying to steal my sandwich. That's why they're in the box. Yeah, you know what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell it to the judge. Fuck these guys. Okay, what else? Oh, who do we have here? Who's this little fella here? Friends, this is a genuine coyote chihuahua hybrid. A coyahua. Abandoned by its mother for obvious reasons. Look how ragged and tiny he is. It looks like a little bath poof. A blue jay could carry this thing off. Anyway, he just wants to run around and bark at shit. Take him home, give him a chicken bone, it'll last for weeks. Very economical pet. Oh, jeez, are you sick? Well... Come get him, better hurry. And say, if Fluffy ain't your game, take a look at what we got here. Snakes, snakes, snakes. I got bins full of these fuckers. Every color of the rainbow. Buy them in bulk. Buck 50 a pound. I dare you to find a better price than that. For bulk live snakes. Anyway, I've been in this location for too long, so I better split. But just look for me under the Camby Street Bridge on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's Cursed Lou's Discount Exotic Pets. Because cool little animal dudes shouldn't cost an arm and a leg or have to have had their shots. Alright, come on, you critters. Shut up, because we got to get on the train. Come on, let's go. Dumpster rats. 
I'm Chris and you, and I'll save you a buck. If you're looking for an uncle, then you're shit out of luck. I'll sell you a blind hawk or a fucking bobcat. Better build a fence around your yard for that shit. Get your jammies on and huddle up around the radio, kids, because here's your old Uncle Andy with another hair-raising bedtime story. Evening, kids. Are you all curled up by the fire or snugged up in your favorite blankie clutching the tattered remains of a friendly stuffed animal that you imagine will keep you safe? Good, because you're going to need it. This one's a doozy. It's called the Restless Cadaver. Folks have been up in arms of late on account of some strange goings-on at the local cemetery. Seems there was some commotion and racket emanating from deep within the family crypt of the McJohnson family. The authorities, or whatever, demanded that the McJohnsons get the hell down there and see what's up with what, or I'm shaking my fist. So... Old man Johnson McJohnson, the patriarch, digs out his big old key and goes down the slippery steps to where all the dead folk had been deposited. Uh-huh. Through the gloom, he can just make out a bunch of coffins lying all over the damn place. Too bad he didn't bring a flashlight or nothing. Then he hears it. Bump! 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 He yourselves out, what the hell is going on even? But then he hears it again. Bump, bump, bump. And as his eyes adjust to the darkness, he can see the beat-up old coffin end over end, hobbling its way towards him like it weren't nothing it weren't supposed to do. Bump, bump, bump. Well, he has the squirt scared right out of his bottom and tears up the stairs so fast there's a cartoony cloud of dust in his wake. Next night, the wife comes down, old Ginny McJohnson, I guess. She weren't scared of nothing, probably. She marches down there, and she hears that old bump, 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 and she goes, ah, ain't nothing, just somebody disco dancing. Then she sees it, the gnarly old coffin dancing right up to her, bump, 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 and she goes, zoop, get the hell out of that place, goddammit. Next night, the kid comes down, little Johnny McJohnson, little Johnny Jake Zebediah Johnson, a sassafras with the freckles and whatnot. And he goes down there and he's all, why they make me come down here? I'm nine. Then the coffin starts up again, bump, 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 and he's all, hell no, and the coffin's like, bump, 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 and little Johnny reaches into his pocket and pulls out a bottle of Buckley's mixture, takes a big swallow, and the coffin stops. And the coffin opens up and this awful zombie thing comes out and swipes Johnny's face clean off, little smartass. Well, did I scare you? Ah, better look next time, I guess. You kids trundle off to bed now and remember, there ain't no such thing as a happy ending. That's Uncle Andy, folks. Hey, the Phantom Signal Terror Digest will return after this very, very... I can't stress enough how important it is, this very important commercial message. Seems the world is moving a lot faster than it did when you and I were kids. 
Fast food, fast internet, rapid transit. Sure would be nice to slow it down a bit and just take in a bit of clean country air. Well, why don't you come on down to Big Red's Organic Farms? It's a little oasis just outside of town off Highway 4. We got a petting zoo for the kids, hay rides, weekend barbecues, the whole kit and caboodle. We're open 24 hours each and every day, and we'd love to have you stop by. While you're here, why not stock up on some good organic, clean living food? We've got Mama Red's preserves, fresh corn and tomato, and our world famous pods. Yeah, everybody loves Big Red's world famous pods. We'll grow them right here, you know, in the nitrate rich soil of your specific geographical area. Parents love the nutritional value of farm fresh pods, and kids love the quiet companionship of a ripening pod. Pick up a whole bunch they keep for weeks. Don't cut them up right away though, they have to ripen a bit before you eat them. Just put them in the windowsill for now, or at the end of your bed. They like it where it's warm. Put one at the end of your kids' beds too, keep them company through the long dark night. Give them to your friends and neighbors, your co-workers. Nothing would make us happier than to see a pod in every household, ideally before the end of the current lunar cycle. Hey, Grandpa Red. Well, look there, small child. What's the matter? Don't you recognize me? Well, sure I do. You're a blood kin was the genetic material from this body that formed the zygote that would become your mother or father. Huh? Oh, little scam here. Have a fresh pod. Thanks, Grandpa Red. What is it? Like a melon or something? Yeah, it's like a melon or something. Why don't you put it under your bed for now? Okay, I will. Thanks, Grandpa Red. <laughs> Thanks for you, Grandpa, smaller red. Huh? My name's Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Not sure I have the handle on your naming conventions and interactive salutations just yet, but rest assured I experience familial love in the same fashion as other mammalian entities. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye, hello, Kay. Oh. Isn't he or she just the cutest? Anyway, it's important that everyone come down to collect a pod. That's Big Red's Organic Farms off Highway 4. As far as you can tell, I'm Big Red. You have my personal guarantee that we need everyone to come down and pick up a pod right away. Thank you for your compliance. Join us now for an awkward, flailing trip backward in time to the golden age of yester radio in Tales from the Cutting Room Floor. Over Phantom Signal's 70-odd years of broadcasting top-drawer quality entertainment, there have been more than a few hiccups. Some episodes never make it to air for good reason. Generally, it's a cease-and-desist order. Sometimes it's because the content is beyond salvage, and more than once it's because something horrible occurred during production that needed to be covered up fast. In any case, we thought we'd dust a few off and see what all the fuss is about since everyone involved in the original productions 
is long dead. Tonight's tale from the cutting room floor from 1961. I was a teenage weredactyl. the bell. I gotta get to class. Are we all done here, Nurse Pamitha? Not quite, Toby. There. Now we're done. That's quite a nasty bump on your head. Yeah, well, he started it! That's not the report I was given. Well, what the hell? Now, Toby, you're a good kid. You get good grades. What do you know about it? But this attitude of yours is only going to keep getting you into trouble. Says who? The writing's on the wall, Toby. I didn't do it. This chip on your shoulder's gonna land you in hot water. Or even worse, kicked out of school. Or both. Or even worse, you'll hurt someone seriously. Or even all three. Or worse. And that's not even the half of it. And that's just for starters. Or worse. What do you know about it? Well, I am a practicing nurse of school medicine. Well? So I think I know a mental problem when I see you're one. You're a mental Although problem. Although I'm powerless to treat it myself. After school today, I want you to go and pay a visit to Dr. Landon. He's an old friend of your father. You're an old friend of your father. Here's a note. Now you get on to class. You get to class. And remember what I said. Straight up to old Doc Landon's You're right straight after up school. Doc Landon's old school. We've got to get your anger issues under control before you kill someone or worse. <laughs> Just one more little adjustment, and... your bingo! That should do it. I think I've successfully recalibrated the stabilizing dampenator enough to correct the velocitizing strain on the zoomification. Flizzler. Knock, knock. Jesus Christ, doesn't anybody knock anymore? It's just me, Doc. Oh, it's just you. Who are you? It's Toby. Toby Oberman? You know my father? Prove it. Well, sure. I've got a picture of him right here. You carry a picture of your father in your wallet? For when I have to prove I'm not an orphan. This proves nothing. What do you mean? It's got his name right on it. Well, yes, that is old Gary Oberman. So you do know him? Yes, but that was a long time ago. I've moved on. I have a wife now. and Anyway, anyway what do you want? I'm a busy man. The school nurse said I should come talk to you on account of my being overly aggressive towards the other kids. What? Why? What does that even mean? What do, why? Aren't you what? a psychiatrist? Well, I was, but that was a long time ago. I've moved on. I'm a rocket scientist now. Cool. What you working on? I'm afraid it's top secret. Tell me or I'll punch your lights out, you old piece of shit! Whoa, whoa, you weren't kidding with the aggression thing. Have you thought about football? I'm thinking about punching your teeth in! All right, all right. If you must know, this is the latest iteration of a time machine I've been working on. Cool! Super cool. I think I've worked out all the bugs. One slight miscalculation could trap me in an eternal time loop that would destroy my sanity. So I'm keen to get it right. I don't think I got it. Well, uh, no, 
I'm sure it's good to go. I'm pretty sure it's good. It's probably good. Mm, yeah. Well, good as it's gonna get, I guess. <laughs> I'm no rocket scientist. Great. Where are we going? Oh no, young man. Knuckle sandwich. All right, all right, all right. Get in, get in. Put your seatbelt on. What did you say your name was again, Giovanni? It's Toby. Well, Toby, have you ever wanted to visit of the past? Well, I've always wanted to meet General Custer. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the past, all caps. Like how the past? Like about a bazillion years in the past. Wow! Hold on, this could get a bit zany. <laughs> Well, here we are. Exactly about a bazillion years in the past. Cool! The guys at school will never believe this! That's right, so it's important you keep it absolutely secret, you got me? All right, all right, let go my arm! I'm sorry, I have a bit of an anger management issue. So what? Does that make you special? Jesus, you've got some attitude. What are you so angry about? Because I have to work in secret. If the military ever found out that I have a time machine, they'd probably want to steal it and go back in time to kill Napoleon or some nonsense. So what? That's a good thing. Napoleon was worse than Cromwell. <sighs> Man, you're dumb. Look, the past. It's amazing. It's exactly like the Flintstones. Exactly. Here, I rented us a car. Get in. Cool. Now we both have to run real fast to propel it forward. Okay. And away we go! about this adventure runs contrary to my understanding of physics. Yeah, but, 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 but physics. Pfft. What do you know about it? Well, I ain't no rocket scientist. That's for damn sure. Hey, what's that? Oh, why, that's a brontosaurus. What's that? Well, that looks like a kookasaurus. What's that? Well, that's clearly a Tyrannosaurus rex. What's that? Well, that's a bronchitosaurus. What's that? Triclopter octopus. What's that? Bonkadonkasong. What's that? It's a fl that's a flunkronkadupasaur. What's that? Why, that's a clamblankladupador. That's a stegmacoraptorixosaurus. Guess that must be a tritroptoclopoplophorus. Hey, what's that? Looks like it's in trouble. Oh, well, that's a shakalakosaurus. 
Looks like the poor bastard's trapped in a fart pit. Can we stop for a minute? I understand. It's a lot to take in. Don't wander too far, Ruby. This is pterodactyl country. My name is Toby. Yeah, they'll still eat you. I ain't afraid of no- Pterodactyl, get away! Shoot! Get off! Beat it! Scram! Take that you! Well, that was a close one. What do you mean, that was a close one? He took a huge chunk out of me! Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, I'd better, uh, wrap a scarf around that and get you back to the present. Feeling kind of faint. Oh, don't be a baby about it. It really hurts. It's a bazillion years back to the present. Are you going to be whining and bitching the whole way? Toby, where you been? We haven't seen you in days. We actually made good time, considering the distance. What distance? Who's we? Oh, nothing. I'm supposed to keep it a secret. Keep what a secret? The time travel. What time travel? And what's with the scarf? I'm doing fashion now. And what time travel do you mean? Hey, Becky Betty, looking real fine today. Get lost, Jock. You're such a creep. Hey, I'm just trying to get to know you, Becky Betty. Also, can I copy your biology homework? In your dreams, meathead. In your dreams, you mean? Me in your dreams. The Jock Man in your dream. What's with the scarf, Toby? Is your baby neck cold or something? Back off, Jock. I'm not in the mood. Oh, you ain't in the mood? Well, what if I am, huh? What are you gonna do, Bernie? I'm warning you. Go soak your head, Jock. You stay out of this, Becky Betty. This is between me and the wet noodle here. Beat it, Jock. Who's gonna make me? I'm getting so mad right now. What are you gonna do, Bernie? I'm gonna... Is it hot in here? I, uh... Feel, uh... Strange. What's happening to you? He's changing. He's changing into a teenage monster. What the hell? Knock-knock. Jesus, doesn't anybody knock anymore? Whoops, actual knuckles on the door. Knock-knock. Dr. Landon, what a surprise. You're not a student here anymore. Uh, yeah, no duh. I just popped by to get a copy of my student transcripts. I'm thinking of going to a trade school. Well, I'm not in charge of that sort of thing. I'm the school noise. Oh, well, I don't know who does what around here. What the hell was that? It sounded like the children screaming. Let's go see what's happening and bring that shotgun. Good idea. Good God, that monster just killed the star quarterback. That's no monster. That's young Toby Oberman. He's become some kind of were pterodactyl. A pterodactyl, I said at first. Toby, Toby, you've got to cool it. Now I know you're angry. 
I'm angry too, all the time. The fact is, you got it from me. You see, I'm your real father, Toby. Gary agreed to raise you as his own because I was just too drunk. I just remembered that this morning. I realize this information doesn't really affect the current situation at all, but cool it, man. Oh, he's coming straight at us. Shoot him! Nice shot, nurse. I know. Look, he's changing back. Oh my god, Toby! <laughs> I loved him briefly. Well, he's gone now. Best move on. Boy, oh boy, huh? What a day. Glad that all turned out all right. What do you mean it turned out all right? Two children are dead. Oh, what do you want? A rainbow sandwich? Life is hard. Well, shouldn't we call his father? Eh, we're not actually related or anything. Tonight's Phantom Signal Terror Digest was performed by Andrew Bailey, Jason McDonald, and Tara Travis. Jason handled the script, editing, and music and sound assembly. Special thanks to the artists who contributed by way of sounds and samples on Freesound, Looperman, and Music Radar. Tara Travis is our producer. Bruce McPherson and Asha Kidd are our executive producers. Tune in next time for another cavalcade of doom, and until then, wait patiently until then. Cue the sinister laughter. <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs>